This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, you stinky, smelly bitches? <laughs> Good evening hey. to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. And you know, like I always said, I like to bring in interesting people here. People who have uh, so, who talk about shit that I don't know anything about. <laughs> so we have a very special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, guys. I'm Gigi. Gigi? Uh, yeah. What's your last name? Moon. 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 First off, yeah. what are you? <laughs> I am half Korean and Greek Italian. My dad's half Greek, half Italian. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't even ask. <laughs> Wait, uh, just like crazy. So my mom grew up in San Diego. My my family moved from Korea to LA actually uh-huh. um, when my mom was like two, and then they moved from LA to San Diego. And well, your mom uh, came in when she was two years old. Yeah, super young. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so her, her English is on point then? Oh yeah. I mean, she's she even says that her her Korean is like kindergarten status that's why she never taught me i'm just like mom why oh really (laughs) yeah so i mean she's uh, she's probably like bullshitting because she always i mean she only speaks to my grandma in korean yeah everything and so um yeah but she yeah she she's american through and through she grew up you know in mission beach and back i guess back in like you know the 80s and 90s mission beach was like crazy like yeah gangs punks you know like all those kinds of people beating up each other on the streets yeah like, yeah, yeah, on yeah. The beach and stuff and um so she like ran with that crowd and she was like pretty badass and like, yeah it's funny um she i guess just met my dad you know just partying that, that's so interesting because kind of like when i every time i hear about an immigrant story i always hear about the parents who came later on in their life mm-hmm. I, I rarely meet like korean american immigrants that come at that young of an age. Yeah. So I, I always wonder, because that's not when the a huge migration of Koreans came. It yeah. came like literally around, I say like late 80s uh-huh. or early 80s, maybe like in the, in the late 70s. I think that's when a lot of like Korean migrants came in. Right. So I wonder what the reason was for your mom to come here. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, she, you know, she had a brother and sister. I guess it was just, you know, my grandma, all her sisters, um, and brothers, like, I guess, I don't know, the whole family just kind of came down here. Really? Yeah, I never really asked why. They just... You should ask, I dude. should. I think, I, yeah, I will. I never thought about it. Like so, because I feel like for me, like, growing up, like, I've always, um, I never really found it really important to ask these type of things to my parents right. until I got a little older, right? Yeah. So... Just because, like, when these conversations come up, I never, I never realized like how important like origin and root is to who you are as a person. Uh-huh. So growing up too, I never thought that number one, I would ever be with a Korean girl. Like mm-hmm. being with a Korean girl is something that just slept every my... Korean parent's dream. Yeah. Well, it's like number. Well, the, the the neighborhood that I grew up in was predominantly 
black Mexican or Vietnamese, right? Mm-hmm. So just me being around Korean, Korean people only happened when I was at home or when I went to church. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't attracted to Korean girls. Like it just wasn't my shit. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't know enough. Yeah. And the only thing I thought about Korean girls was what my mom was. And I was like, oh, they're going to be fucking annoying and violent. So, <laughs> Throw shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, just going to start throwing rice cookers and shit, just beating their yeah. kids 24-7. Uh-huh. So uh, I just never kind of looked into a part of who I was, right? right. So it was, it's, it's kind of interesting how I, I think that, I don't know, it's, I have very Korean tendencies and I never thought that I would be someone who was very Korean. Right. So even when Mariel first met me, she assumed that I wouldn't know how to speak Korean. I oh. mean, she also assumed that I wouldn't know how to read or write Korean. Uh-huh. Um, because typically a lot of people my age would don't know. Yeah. They, they, they can like casually speak Korean here. And mind you, my Korean is not amazing, but mm-hmm. I could speak to somebody's parents. I could, if I go to Korea, I can get around. Like yeah. it's, I probably have the fluency level of like an eight year old. Man, right? when I go to Korea, they look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why don't you speak Korean? <laughs> you look very, very Asian though. I do. So you know what? It's funny. Um, I, just like you, like when I was growing up, I didn't really like, I was not in touch at all with my, you know, Korean heritage. I was just like, yeah, I'm Korean, like whatever. I didn't really, I almost like didn't want to be, you know, too Asian. Yeah. It wasn't for any reason. I just was like, I just didn't associate with it too much, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it actually wasn't until I, I booked that Big Bang job, the music video that I did. Um, oh, you were in a Big Bang video? Yeah. So it was totally random. I was like in Hawaii, you know, just with my family and I got a Facebook message. Like, and it was a message request. Like I had to go and like just see like if I had any requests and mm-hmm. I didn't even have like a following or anything, I think at that point. Um, and I got a, a message from a random guy who, you know, was American and said, hey, you were interested in having you um in a Big Bang music video. And at the time, I was like, I didn't really know who Big Bang was. I only knew that who of them because my cousins, you know, my Korean cousins were like super into K-pop and all that. Mm-hmm. And I heard them talk about it once in a while. And um, I was like, this, yeah, sure. Like, it seems a little bit sketch because you're messaging me on Facebook, you know, totally random. And I had my manager at the time contact him and it was legit. They were like, yeah, they're filming their um, video for Loser in LA. And what happened was the director um, had found my photo somewhere online and told the casting people, like, find a girl that looks like her. That's who I want, like, in the lead. Yeah. And um, they were like, well, why don't we just find her, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so they, they messaged me and it was like instant. Like, I just, I was like, sure, you know, uh, they switched my roles around a little bit and... Um, you know, finally I went in, did the fitting and just shot it. Like, seems like a blur now because I, yeah. I, like, I didn't know how big they were when I did the video. I was like, yeah, like I was just totally like nonchalant about it, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. And then, um, you know, I, I went to the set on the day of shooting and they made me up. It was my turn. I shot with top and, you know, after afterwards, I was just like, okay, this was cool, you know. Yeah, you didn't really think first, much of it. So yeah. I didn't know who, like, any of them were. I didn't know who Top was. I didn't know, like, you know, any of the guys. And, you know, I was sitting there watching some of them film their parts while I was waiting for, you know, our scene to, to go up. And the first time 
I, I went to the bathroom to like check myself in the mirror. And then as soon as I walked out of the bathroom, Top walked right by me and he looked at me and he was wearing like bright and like neon pink contacts. And I'm just <laughs> like, who the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Like, yeah. what a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, that's the guy I'm shooting with. And we did the shot and it was like, great and fun, whatever. And then I went home and then. You know, I, I just was like, I'm just going to listen to their music. Like, mm-hmm. like, why not? You know, on the yeah. drive home. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And then I started like kind of researching more, watching more videos. And I'm like, I'm like, my mind was being blown. And I'm like, yeah. like, oh my God, you know, like I was like with them. I was in the same room as them. I was like fucking kissing top. Yeah. <laughs> At the time, I'm just like this, like, you know, yeah. totally didn't even think about it. And so I was like starstruck after the fact. You know, did you did, did was that a big catalyst for you? Did that open up a lot of doors for you after that? Um, n- yes and no. Um, I got I got a lot of hate. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, you know, uh, Big Bang has like like the biggest fan base in the world. Oh, dude, the Korean fandom is fucking insane it's insane so i was getting like people were like death threats, death weren't you? threats. I knew like it. how dare you kiss him we're gonna find you and like kill you and shit. i know I, I didn't dweeds. like i don't care about you that fucking but dweeds. then i guess once they started like looking at my profile on instagram and they saw that i you know had a, a kid and mm-hmm. was like married and stuff they they were like oh, okay oh it's just a job oh she, she you know it's Dude, not a big deal you know korean everyone. fandom is fucking insane like uh back in the day like i remember when i used to listen to a lot of korean music mm-hmm. um certain celebrities had to date on lolo because yeah. if they found out their favorite male or even female celebrity was yeah. dating somebody they would get death threats like we'll fucking find you and yeah. kill you as if they want you, yeah. you fucking losers. Exactly. How, how about that? Who the fuck do you think you are? It's it's crazy. They're, they're kind of like I'm. I'm you know I'm generalized. I'm only talking about this very weird subsect. Oh right? yeah. Because a lot of people like. Korean oh yeah. Music. I got like so much love too. Yeah. Like I got a huge. I I got a huge fan base from that. Like people, you know, saw me and they you know thought I was like pretty and stuff yeah. and then they followed my page and they liked what i was about and so like i got tons of followers on Instagram. because i gotta that, wonder but... like I, I just want to talk to some of these dudes and obviously they're not in the right mindset and this is like a small percentage of them mm-hmm. it's just like so so what was going to happen when you meet them they were going to fall in love with you yeah like, who, who are you you fucking sack of shit it's just like a yeah it's weird like i guess when when girls especially get into that like fantasy area you know they become so obsessed and so like they have like a thing made up in their minds that well who's who is your fantasy person as a young person younger person anyway i remember my first ever fantasy person was fucking luke skywalker get the fuck luke sky you talking about mark hamill yeah when he was a little kid because i I was little when i saw that you know and and i was like so i saw it in theaters and i just remember that's like the first ever like movie crush that i had and i was just like oh my god i remember like I would go to like nap time in kindergarten, kindergarten, first grade, and it would be nap time and I'd just go to sleep and I'd be like, oh, I hope I dream about Luke Skywalker. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, I've never heard anybody talk about Luke Skywalker Dude, that way. Yeah, it was weird. It was, I mean, it was, it's funny. I mean, I don't know. It was, that was like my first what one. What the fuck? But, and then I just like never like followed the Star Wars fandom after that. <laughs> you just, you just liked Mark Hamill. Like you just liked Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I guess. That's fucking crazy, yeah, dude. It was weird. Yeah, because like that, I, I once, when I went to, um, 
I was in K Town, and it was this group called uh, DBSK, Dongbang Xingyi. And one of the this is when they split up, mm-hmm. but one of the guys came to perform inside like this this square in K Town or some shit. And this was my first account of seeing hardcore fan for this girl. <laughs> she was there was it was an outdoor mall, and there was this escalator going up, but she wanted to see him as much as she could. And then when she saw him walk out, she. <laughs> As the escalator is going up, she just starts bawling. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Because she loved him so much. Yeah, and I just couldn't wrap my head around it. I'm like, why the fuck are you crying? Yeah. What is going on in but your that head? That happens so often. Like you see people crying when they, you know, see their like idols or whatever all the time, and oh, and I think true. it is like that. It's like they just get so overwhelmed with emotion, you know just finally meeting this or seeing this person in real life that they've like fantasized for so long, Mm. you know, and they've, they've developed like a a deep emotional connection with, you know, obviously it's one-sided, but like, especially, you know, like with celebrities and stuff, their shit's all out there for everyone to know. So they know everything about them. They know all of their personal lives. So it's easier in a way to like make that like fantasy in your head because like, you know what he likes. Who would you cry about then? Like if you met them right now? (sighs) I don't, I'm, you know what? I'm like really not into like, I don't follow like celebrities. I don't, I don't. You don't have uh, like, like an idol? Because for me, originally it was Bill Cosby until he became a rapist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> maybe Never I should. Mind. I defended that guy like a motherfucker until I, all the evidence came out. I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I That's shouldn't have said crazy. anything. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, I, you know, I haven't really, I have to put some thought into that. I don't have someone that I really like look up to i just kind of like i mean yeah i i feel like i just don't i don't like to focus on like celebrities or or like you know famous people or you know obviously music is big maybe not celebrity wise but there's like i guess for me i would have like if i met dave Chappelle, right like i i i wouldn't say i idolized him but he's Uh somebody who i see as 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 a stand-up comic as Mm -hmm. uh I won't even say somebody who's very philosophical. I guess he's philosophical, but the way that he thinks and he presents his material, I know that no matter how hard I work, I will never get to his level. Mm -hmm. So meeting somebody like that, even though I know that I'm not going to get to his level of comedy, just being around that makes me just, I probably wouldn't cry. Mm -hmm. But if he shook my hand, I might not shower for like a couple of weeks. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, so, well, I guess this actually happened to me a few days ago. Um, Not a few days ago. Oh my God. Like, a few months ago, um, I was actually talking about this with my girlfriend, Kimmy, and we, we were driving up to L.A. She was visiting me from Canada and um, we were driving up to L.A. and we were talking about like how it must be weird for, you know, celebrities and musicians like anyone, you know, saddest to meet their fans when their fans get all crazy, you know, and mm-hmm. like, you know, especially those that cry, you know, freak out. And I was like, man, like I just I wouldn't I don't have it in me to do that if I saw someone famous or someone that like I know and that it, like I like what they do or whatever, I it wouldn't like phase me to like freak out or even like bother them or go up to them or anything. You know, it's just mm. kind of like my personality, who I am. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I would come up and approach them just because I, I want to give them their personal space. Yeah, but I, I. But like, I get what you're saying. Like, still, would you feel like, oh my god, like emotional or whatever? Yeah, if I saw In Dave Chappelle, dude, I definitely would try to have him spit on me or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just yeah. spit in my face so I know what it feels like. Just maybe oh I'll absorb gosh. a little bit of That's your so fucking funny. talent, dude. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I just don't go, like, I'm just, I, I guess I, because I have a, a son now, especially, mm-hmm. I really just try to, like, focus on myself and, like, yeah. myself and him and, and you know, 
growing as a mother and like trying to be the best that I can be for him in general. So I don't really like pay attention to anything. I don't even like to use my social media as much anymore because, you know, it's just constantly like taking my attention away from him and, and like bringing my attention to like, oh, I want to do what she's doing or like, why can't I do that? Or like, you know? And so I took a break from Instagram for a while actually. And like, it was amazing. Like I, I, like barely go on now i post but i don't scroll and stuff yeah i mean here's 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 the interesting thing about that right so Mm -hmm. for you and your profession because you're a model right yeah um we we have this 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 weird connection with with social media and the reason why i say that is because like i i just had a conversation with my manager about how i am as a person right um number one when I when I started doing YouTube and social media stuff, the reason why I did it was just for one reason. It was fun. Yeah. I I, I I'm a I'm a very odd type of person where for some reason I just need to enjoy everything that I fucking do. Mm-hmm. And it's it is it's kind of dumb when you think about it because no matter what you do, you're never going to fulfill everything that you need in one task, right? So right. a lot of the times when people they they look at career choices, they go, "Well, with this career, I want to have fun. I want to make a shit ton of money. I want it to fulfill my my soul, my spirit, everything." Uh, it's very uncommon that that happens with one singular thing in your life, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of pieces <laughs> to this puzzle that fills in that makes the whole of who you are. And uh, kind of fulfills these needs. So a lot of the times with me, when I when I would look at these career things, like for example, like YouTube, I, I kept on looking towards YouTube and these Instagram things that I started for fun to fulfill everything that I needed, right? right. Um, but the the fact of the matter is, the platform has changed, and YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all this other stuff, it, it stopped becoming more for fun and it started becoming more for notoriety and a business tool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So in your case. I think that's like the hard part is like where we learn how to separate what these things are used for. Like, for right. example, like Instagram. Instagram, for me, it used to just be a way for me to connect with my friends, mm-hmm. my personal yeah. friends, right? Literally. So I would never really think about, you know, what I'm really posting. But now I have to realize that Instagram is not a way for me to connect with my friends. It's a way for me to connect with my fan base. Right. Like people exactly. want to see your jokes. People want to see a little bit into your life. And that's completely okay. Mm-hmm. I think the hard part is when people like us, we 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 put too much thought and time into something not knowing what it's for. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, for you, it's like, well, you know, I want to spend time with my kid. Well, you you know, on the Instagram part of it, if you just look at Instagram as a way to connect with the people who support you, then it becomes less of a stressful thing, right? Oh, yeah. And we start take, we stop taking things too personally. Right. Because that's where that weird part happens, where we do take, we're all human. Yeah. You know, we see this thing as supposed to be a tool and a way for us to connect with people who support us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you see this one little comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, comments like I, I've never, I, I mean, even just, just being in the fashion industry in general, like you have to have thick skin. And yeah. I... You know, I I was bullied in school all throughout school, and I you're a just, giant for what? You just kick them in the fucking <laughs> face. You're like seven feet tall, what the dude. Fuck? I know. No, I was. I'm. I'm. I was always just a very like nice person, you mm. know. Um, and I, you know, through that, like obviously, you know, it hurt a lot, and and I was really upset a lot. There's so many times I sat in the bathroom by myself, like stereotypically eating lunch in a bathroom stall by myself because I didn't want to like what? be seen by like you know everyone like, like what's oh, an example of somebody herself. bullying you um just like spreading rumors you know talking shit like uh girls always it was always girls hello everybody this podcast is brought to you by Skillshare oh yes Skillshare I'm talking about a digital library full of teachings teachers 
And on top of that, my friends, most importantly, knowledge that you need and want. My friends, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. For me, I love photography and for obviously as well, I do video editing and Skillshare basically has all those classes that I can look back on. And if I need to find out something about the program, for example, with like Adobe Premiere, I I always go to Skillshare. Skillshare has great teachers and great lessons. And the great thing about that is, and the reason why I like products like this is because everybody learns at a different pace. So when I was in college, I, I kind of I guess you could say this, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't care for that I was learning. But the great thing about Skillshare, it's you're learning the stuff that you want to learn and you're doing it at your own pace. And you have this library of information that you could just tap from whenever you want. Lifelong learning is something that you're going to continue for the rest of your life. You'd be surprised. Like for me, I I thought that number one, I didn't like school growing up, but it just, it doesn't mean that I don't like learning and lifelong learning is something that's very important and Skillshare can really help you out with that. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Genius Brain listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash brain. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash brain to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. You know, I hear a um, lot about girls being catty when they're young. It's it's a, it's. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But, you know, it, it is what it is. It's part of growing up, I guess. Um, and, you know, I I had a hard time, you know, fitting in with a lot of people because I'm like, I just never, I was never like the cheerleader type. I was mm-hmm. never like, you know, sporty. I, I just didn't have like a niche that fit with like anyone else. I was yeah. just kind of like, I had, you know, my few good friends and that's all that, you know, I really wanted. I didn't care for the bigger thing. But, um I mean, like, not to sound, like, full of myself or anything, but, you know, a lot of the boys thought I was cute, and mm-hmm. a lot of the girls didn't like that, you know? And so they would just, you know, attack me that way, like, you know, spreading lies, like, oh, she's, like, a slut or whatever, you know? like Girls she... are so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you something, girls. When you spread a rumor that a girl's a slut, it just makes them more popular. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> That's doesn't, true. It doesn't make the guys want to go away from them. They're yeah. like, you know what she did? She fucking sucked this guy's dick. I'm like, okay, well, let me see her again <laughs> because I, I need to hang out with her a lot more often. Yeah, I know, you know, things like that. But so I, I grew thick skin over that, yeah. you know, growing up that way. And it helped me out in the modeling world because, you know, I'm – more i'm more curvy than than most uh asians especially but okay. um okay. models in general like yeah. i'm I, I was always in that area where i was too skinny to be plus size or too uh big to be like a what do they fucking call it i don't know fashion model size I, d- I never understood that 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 weird world right just because number one like i've always been a guy who just never gave a fuck about how i looked i just mm-hmm. like because I'm, I'm always a comic yeah so like the goofier you look the better it was. Yeah. And almost if you dressed up and did the stuff to the nines, it, it was a detriment to your comedy, right? right? So like whenever I would see, just as somebody who just doesn't know shit about, you know, that 
supermodel fashion world. Yeah. When I see like girls on the runway, I'm like, damn, that bitch is fucking skinny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. it is. I mean, times are changing, of course. Like, yeah. you know, all of all, everything that it was is like old school, like way old school. Yeah. That modeling industry didn't change for like years, you know, and now, you know, People are changing. They're adding like straight sizes into their, you know, rosters and yeah. and being more lenient on on sizes. So, um, but you know, trying to get my foot in, it was always like, oh, we're not, you know, we're not looking for your look right now, which meant like they Asians just weren't in. They mm. there wouldn't be work for me, especially like half Asians, because I didn't even have like the striking Asian features that would work at the time. Um, Dude, man, I was like, just kind of like I'm not even trying to be mad offensive or anything, but. What I- when I would see like some, you know, they, they when they would f- pick certain Asian girls mm-hmm. for their supermodel shit, I'm like, dude, you pick the most gookiest looking Asian <laughs> I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, well, it's, I, I get that, you know, and I think that's like, just I, I because. Don't, I don't even see Asian people look like that. Like, it looks like a racist drawing of an Asian person. Like, yeah. where did you find this dude or girl that because looks they, as Asian as possible? That's what they, you know, that's what they originally did. They wanted to find like someone who was like very obviously just strikingly Asian. Asian as fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about like somehow they're managing to do this without having to yeah. do it. I'm like, where did you get these people? with these eyes yeah it's i mean it you know it's fine it it fits their aesthetic it's you know whatever it's what they want but um yeah i I mean like i just you know grew up not being this not being that being too big or being too asian like no not asian whatever um so i just you know just developed like nothing bothers me at at this point especially comments like (laughs) i I get like so much yeah i get you know so many there's always those trolls you know that'll try and like say shit or or say dumb shit that they hope would make you feel bad or whatever but it doesn't um so like that that's never phased me at all um what bothered me with social media was that i started getting not really depressed but like really down on myself for like not doing enough like I always felt like you know people always tell me like you have so much potential you have so much potential like why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that I'm like yeah I get it like you know I I I can see where you're coming from I I do feel confident that like I could do that and Mm -hmm. that's where it got me is because like I could do that so like why am I not doing that or like why are all these people getting it and I'm not and or like you know what am I lacking or what am I not doing that's like holding me back, you know? And so I would always just scroll and and start feeling more and more like guilty, more like kind of upset and depressed, especially with the way I looked, you know, kind of, um, the fact, like just my body in general. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm a healthy weight and stuff. And, um, it's one of those things where like, it's a comparison game. It's a comparison game. yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, even if you're aware of it, it's still like subconsciously in your mind, you know? And, and, the majority of people on social media aren't aware of it. And so, you know, I could see how how bad it was, especially for me, you know, especially after having a kid, you know, getting fucking stretch marks mm. on my stomach like that, you know. Um, well, it's hard because I feel like in your case um, or just women in your case, in your job, in your career, mm-hmm. your value is predicated on how you look. Yeah. Right. So like how mm-hmm. how hard is that? Like it's like you you're. People value because you look a certain way, right? right. Even in, when it comes to Instagram, people follow you because they want to see something, yeah. you know? That's also another reason why um, I'm kind of like trying to transition out of the fashion world, modeling world, because I want to, you know, I want to be booked on like a talent, 
not just like she fits our aesthetic, that's who we want, or she's hot, like Booker, Mm -hmm. you know? Because for so long, like, you know, a couple years ago, all I was, I was just so obsessed on, on my measurements, my weight, my skin. Like I get like, there's a point where you have to like care for yourself, but like to the point where I was like, like measuring myself every morning, like it was just like so unhealthy, you know, and just not do that. Yeah. I mean, it was, and it's just, and like, even if like I wake up one morning and like, there's like a couple like centimeter difference, I would be like, stressed as fuck you know and obviously that you know stress does things i don't i don't know what that feels like like if if i woke up and then i gained some weight i'm like that's life yeah you know that's where i am at now and and i'm so much happier you know like i've kind of like given up on on that and it's it's kind of one of those things now where it's like you know if you want to book me the way i am then great if you don't if you don't like me because i'm like a couple inches bigger than what you want then like I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like it's, it's not um, something I'm like actively trying to go after anymore. Yeah, And this is where I bring up with, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard because like, even for you, like, I mean, you probably understand this about yourself. A lot mm-hmm. of the past stuff that you went through when you were a kid, it starts to seep out into you as an adult, like how you view yourself. Right. Right. Having to deal with this whole thought of, okay, well, because I looked a certain way, I got bullied. So because now I don't look this way, I can't book gigs. So everything yeah. has to do with the based on how you look rather than who you are as a person. Right? Yeah, totally. And that's the hard part with your job, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody's really, I think like from what I hear, it's modeling is one of those things too. If they don't really have rapport with you, it's just, it's one of those things where who you are doesn't matter. It's more like we just want you to look a certain way and do that walk and then right. I'll get what you want from you to get the fuck out, right? Yeah. And so I, I think when you, when people start to come of age, they just get tired of that shit, right? Oh yeah, totally. Because as you get older, things change mm-hmm. a lot. And th- the fact that your career, your lifeline is based on something that you can't control. Right. It's a very hard thing to fucking deal with. Yeah, totally. Um, you know. That's why I see a lot of girls too. Like a lot of my personal friends, they, I wouldn't say they're not, they're not that close to me, but I, you know, I follow them on Instagram now. We've met a few times, but every time I see them, their fucking lips get bigger. Yeah. They have an injection here. They have this and that, which listen, yo, I understand the argument behind it, right? It's, you know, it's my face, my body. I'll do it. A hundred percent. Right. I'm just saying for me, as somebody who's known you, you're like, you look like a fucking Picasso painting. Like, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck is going on. Every time I say, who the fuck are you? Like, I'm shocked. And then like, you know, it looks great. It looks good. And you know, people gas it up. And it's, yeah, if you think you look fine and you look great, that's cool. But I'm also allowed to be freaked out by you when I see that your yeah. face looks like it's been stung by a thousand bees. I've been guilty, you know, of of wanting to, you know, get lip injections or whatever. Like, but that that so like when I started thinking about that, that's where I caught myself. Yeah. I was like, you know, that's at that point I was just like heavily into social media, like every day looking at the girls. Just like fucks I need with to, your perception yeah, of who you are. You're like, okay, so if, in order to book jobs, I need to do this. I need to like get lip injections. I need to like make my face more yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And so like when I started thinking about that, um, I started like, I kind of like caught myself and I was like, like, no, you know, like, yeah, but that's why everyone's doing it also because they have yeah, the same, you know, thing and they have sucks. to compete with these other girls, you know, <laughs> it's like a vicious cycle. And like, it sucks too. Cause like some of, my, some of these people that I know, like I, they get lip injections and I was like, you had big lips already. Like, what the <laughs> fuck were you doing? Like, you look crazy right now. Yeah. You look fucking insane. <laughs> like you look like a maniac, yeah. you know, but it's, they're on social media. Yeah. They, their, their value of themselves is based on how they look. Because of sometimes, a lot of the times, because how other people value them. Right. So people just don't understand. Like even my mom, like if 
I remember one time she said, oh, like, should I? She goes, I, I want to get rid of some of this and that. And I literally told her straight up. I was like, if you do that shit, I won't talk to you. And she mm-hmm. goes, well, I was like, because you're, you're, I don't know how important it is to her, mm-hmm. right? And it, and she's not. She's very whatever. She's like that Korean lady that wears the visors, the fucking, yeah. <laughs> the, the thick ass fucking leather shoes and the, you know, the puff right. jackets. That's the mom that I know. That's the mom that I love. That's the mom that I think is beautiful to the nines, right? right? And so like for her, when I, when I told her, I was like, well, think about it. I guess if you... If you're asking my opinion about it, and what I told her was like, I growing to love the face that you have. Like right. this is this is my mom, and you want to change things about yourself that you already know it's going to change constantly. Mm-hmm. It's going to change. Like it's going to happen, and uh, I, I don't want her to feel like you you are always trying to grab time. Mm-hmm. Time doesn't give a fuck about yeah, you, right? Exactly. It's going to ravage you either way. You just have to understand that you're going to love yourself, and your career has nothing to do with your looks. Right? Like you have a loving husband, you have kids who love you. You know, don't worry about that shit. She's yeah. like, ah, you're right. Like, I don't need that stuff. And, you know, she has a little yeah. fucking Ajima Pama and shit, Aww. you know, super fucking cute. But yeah. it's 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 weird because it's, I, I, I've i seen this trend now constantly online where it's not, it used to be this thing of self-love, right? And so self-love was uh, basically encapsulated in this concept of love the stuff that you hate about yourself because somebody out there loves it and you should be the first one to love it. Now, mm-hmm. now that concept of self-love is slowly changing into, well, you should be able to change whatever you want with yourself if you have the money because it's your body. Right. I'm like, yo, when the fuck did this change happen? Yeah. It's such an odd concept for me. Yeah. And I don't know why it bothers me so much. And that's the thing that I actually was thinking about yesterday while I was taking a shit. I was like, <laughs> I was like why, do, why does it bother me when I see somebody change something about their body? Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and, I, and I can't really wrap my head around it. I don't know why. It, it's none of my fucking business. You know, I I, I think I, I kind of get where you're coming from, but I feel like it's because you know that they did that because at some point in their life they felt in like just not good enough, right? Yeah. Like, and and something made them feel that way, and maybe that's what angers you. Like, I I it frustrates me at that point too, where like I've known people that have done that, you know, to their bodies and. And, um, I mean, like I said, you do what you want to do. If if it makes you more confident, then great. Like, I'm not here to, like, shame anyone for doing anything. But, like, you know that there was a point where they thought to themselves, like, this isn't pretty. Yeah. And it's from what they've seen, you know, like, on social media or whatever. And and they felt like they were not, you know, sufficient enough. Sometimes for me it feels like they're putting money into – like this bank that has a hole on it at the bottom, like this this little this jar that's just a hole in them. Like they keep throwing money into it, right? And it's just it's not. There's no end. There's no end game to this. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to beat time. Yeah. Like you're not going to, and you you think that by the time that you get older, you're like, well, I just wanted to keep, you know, the way I looked as long as possible. Well, eventually, you know, that's going to run out, and when it runs out. I, I have yet to see the person that when it ran out, they were completely okay with how they looked as as they were old. Yeah, and it's just if if I saw that norm, maybe I'd be able to understand it. Right. But what I always seen was the opposite: is that they try to keep on keep holding on to this random youth or whatever they think is beautiful or whatever society or social media tells you that you're beautiful, and you try to mold yourself into that constantly, and eventually you just give up and you're just sad. Yeah, I you're get sad. that. You're yeah. sad, and, and it sucks, right? So it's like, well. What what is self love then, right? Like that's that's the part two. Like, are we are we really just transforming this definition of self love to fit what we want now, mm-hmm. right? And I get scared because like, let's say if I have a daughter, and I see her doing that type of shit, that shit would fucking 
tear me apart. Like, right. I don't want her to to think that she has to look a certain way for her to feel good about herself. Yeah. You know, and that's the hard part, you know? <clears throat> yeah, totally. My um my little sister, she's twelve, she's modeling too. Oh shit. She's always had it in her. Like even when she's a toddler, she'd just pose and like mm-hmm. walk, you know, stir her stuff. She just loves it. Um and she's doing really well. She's like with LA models. She books Nike every weekend. God like damn. she's like working more than me, you know? Yeah. And there's been times where I've seen her like look at the other Asian girls that are like on her status that are booking jobs mm-hmm. and you know they look different some of them are half Asian she's you know she's she's half Korean half Vietnamese mm. so she you know has a very striking Asian like she's very beautiful yeah. um but you know there's there's times where I can see it like in her she won't say you know she won't say it she's very like stubborn very prideful she's like crazy person um <laughs> But she, I can, I can just see it in her, you know, like I can see it in her face when she's looking on Instagram or whatever, or like when she hears that so-and-so booked the job or so-and-so is getting popular in Korea or, you know, all this stuff. And I just like constantly have to be there to remind her, like, that's not who you are. Like you have something unique. That's, you know, yeah, that's you, you know, don't, don't feel bad about it. You know, you don't, you shouldn't be like everyone else. That's why you're booking jobs because you, you know, you are unique in your person. You don't want to look like everyone else, you know? And so it's, it's, it's like a, you know, kind of like a full-time job for me as a big sister to, to keep reminding her, you know, my my mom does too. My mom was also a model when she, you know, was our age. Um, Damn, that shit running the family, huh? (laughs) God damn. My cousin's models. Yeah. They're all, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. But, um, Luckily, you know, she has two people on her side who are familiar with the industry and like no. we can like save her from a lot of that like, you know, um self-loathing and kind of So how did you know. deal with that part when you kind of were going through this whole phase where you wanted to get injections, you were just constantly judging yourself? Um well, luckily that was, you know, probably like within the last year so i was old enough to kind of be like wait a minute like what the fuck am i thinking you know um i i just realized like i don't know it it was it's a battle it's like there was nothing really that you know i didn't like stop and say like you're perfect the way you are kind of thing it was it was one of those things where i just had to like learn to accept it like i still look in the mirror like and i still see things that i'm just like well, what's some oh, stuff that you hate like, about yourself then it's so it sounds ridiculous i mm-hmm. mean there's nothing that i hate about myself yeah but like, stuff that you pick on things yeah. that i pick on it like it's like my the, the shape of my face like i have Bitch, what the fuck no, are you talking that's about what i'm saying it's it's crazy it goes that deep though like it's it's what's you know it's a little thing no like it's I, I don't even want to talk about it. Well, Sounds the reason so why is because like I'm gonna I'm just gonna bring up a poignant point, but I just want to know what what, what don't so, you like about the so shape of your face? This is my good side, right? The the right side of my face is my good side, and the left side of my face, like it's also pretty, but like it's not as good as my good side. And so it's it's different. I you know when you look at yourself in the mirror That's for long exactly enough, the fucking it, exactly. Same but to me, it like I I you know. There was there was times where I was obsessing over it, you yeah. know. Like, what was, is it that you don't like about the right so, and the left side? No, of your no, face? it's my jaw, my jawline. So on the right side, it it goes up, like it's like nice and sleek, and on the left side, it kind of like goes down a little, and then it goes up. So it's like just very like it's it's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't bother me, you know. But you something know, that it's you just notice. The one thing, yeah, something that I notice. But it's you know whatever. Like it, I know people don't notice. It, it's not a big deal at all. Um, 
And for a while, I was very ashamed of my stretch marks. Like I felt really bad about them. That's a hard thing to deal with, though. It is, especially, you know, when you're in the industry, you see all these models that have babies and they don't have stretch marks. And you're like, what the fuck? You know, what do they do? And like, I was like lathering my belly with oil every day, every morning, just constantly nonstop. And then, you know, I read that like it's genetic. A lot of it is genetic. Like if your mom had them, then you're going to have them too. Like there's nothing you can like no oils that can fix it, you know? And so like, that's, that's when I um, started accepting it. Cause I was like, before I read about the, you know, the genetic thing, I was like, man, like, what did I do wrong? Like, how did I fuck up so bad? How did I let this happen to me kind of thing? Um, and then I, and like, once I started learning that, like, there was nothing I could have done, like it's nature, it happens. Yeah. Then I, you know, was like, okay, like this is my body now and it's normal. And like everyone has this. I mean, not everyone, like there's some lucky ones that don't, but if you yeah. do, then like, it's whatever, it's a part of life, you know, yeah. I'm still beautiful. Like hence why I posted that, you know, yeah, Instagram picture. Yeah. Um, you know, that really hit home for me because, you know, there was, you know, people in my life that were like, if you get stretch marks, like you're going to, you're going to regret it. Like do whatever you can to make it stop. Otherwise, like it's going to suck. You know, uh, that fucked you up a little bit. It, huh? it fucked me up a lot. And so and then I got angry. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Like this is fucking like this is life. This is natural. Yeah. I'm not going to be ashamed of it, you know, and then yeah. that kind of gave me courage to like, you know, post about it, like post about, it, you know, that photo that I had. I, I asked Michael, um, the photographer to, you know, get like give me the untouched photos yeah. because I, you know, I spent some time looking at it and then I was like. It doesn't look bad. Like yeah. there's there's nothing wrong here at all, yeah. you know. And then I realized like you don't ever see models posting, especially like mom dolls, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> posting you know bikini photos with their stretch marks out. Usually they're retouched, which is fine. You know, it's it that's part of the game. Things are always retouched, you know, in the industry. Um, but I was just I just was like one day I was like, fuck it, I'm going to post it. And then I found that quote and I was like, this is like the best fucking quote ever. You know, there are people out there, guys especially, that think that way and and put even more stress, you know, on their the, the mother of their children that is totally bullshit and they, you know, <sighs> you know don't even need. It, there's, there's just like certain sect of men that, you know, they're, they're also victim to like the whole social media thing too, you know, because a lot of people put their best foot forward and they, they project it as reality, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is how I look every day. This is my outlook on life every day. Mm -hmm. And it becomes to the point where they start to believe their own fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. I, know, I know a lot of these motherfuckers too. They, they stunt like they got shit, right? They're yeah. like, they, they, they dressed to the nines, they got the most expensive shit. It's like, motherfucker, I know how much money you have in your bank account, <laughs> yeah. bro. Because you don't make anywhere near as much money as I do. Right. So I know for a fact that you're broke as fuck. Mm -hmm. But they want to show these kids that they're, they're they're living life, you know, the best way possible. Right. And it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's cool because for you to aspire, to show kids to aspire to be something. Right. But I'm not telling people to put like emotional posts and, you know, you know, try to clickbait these kids into drama and shit like right. that. But kids should be smarter enough or they should be a certain amount of information for people to know like, yo, this isn't real. This yeah. is like, this is, this is some shit for you to look at because it looks nice. But yeah, people got stress marks and some of the funniest fucking guys are like the most sloppiest, dirtiest looking dudes and they see a woman, they walk by, they're like, yo, you know what I would fucking do with that? Absolutely nothing, you <laughs> fucking sludge monster. Yeah. Nobody would touch you, you disgusting son of a bitch. Uh -huh. Like that, that even thought that that crossed your mind is odd to me because you would literally not know what to do with it. Because that was funny yeah. too, because like I was, um, 
I was chilling with my friend and there was a girl. She had like a huge fat ass, right? And I was, mm-hmm. I was like, I asked him my whole life. He was like, so what would you do with that? I looked at him. I was like, I have no idea. Dude. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know what. The, she would drown me in that ass and I would yeah. die. Like, I, I got no idea. I have no idea what I would do with that. Just uh, be honest with you. Well, yeah. You know, like, like I and I. the reason why I bring up like what, what you hate about yourself is because I would have never, ever, ever noticed that stuff. Right. Yeah. And we're always our worst critic. Right. And we always look at shit like, oh, man, like I, I don't like this about myself, this about that. And it's like nobody yeah nobody does dude they just they just see you as a whole package mm-hmm. right and and if if in fact you want people to judge you for stuff outside of your looks then it also has to be reflected in how you behave and how you treat yourself too right yeah totally so it's like you can't expect somebody else to look past your looks when the thing that you think about the most is your looks and how you appear all the fucking yeah. time so we're also a reflection of how we treat ourselves yeah i always tell these kids too it's like yo man they go well like I, I make this joke constantly and it's a joke because it's real. I had no fucking idea I was fat. Nobody, <laughs> like people would tell me I was fat, but then I had like this odd concept of who I was as a person. Right. Like you're fat. I was like, oh, I'm not fat. Dude. Yeah. Chris Farley is fat. <laughs> I'm not fat, dude. I'm fit. Like yeah. I could play basketball. You know, that's what I would think. And then it just took Mariel one day to look at me and be like, bro, you're fat. And I'm like, dude, what? You're a bitch. <laughs> what do you mean I'm fat? You know, she yeah. goes, not in like, you, you know, you're not like you're just unhealthy, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I just didn't realize that type of stuff because I kind of like somehow just tricked myself into believing like I'm perfection. You know? yeah. I'm like, yo man, these dryers keep shrinking my shirts, bro. Yeah. Like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I guess so. so. I had like that opposite problem where I just gassed myself so much that I didn't even realize how I looked as a human being, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of just not, you know, yeah, health. And also I just look really scrubby and I just mm-hmm. had no fucking clue. And I think it's because growing up for me, I was always, be, I was always able to circumvent how I looked or everything else, how just because I had a mouthpiece on me, like mm-hmm. I, I could talk really well. So if yeah. I wanted to talk to women, yeah, it was a it was an uphill battle. But because I spoke really well, it, you know, it was a lot easier for me than other dudes that couldn't. Right. right. So that was something that I always depended on. So I never had to rely on how I looked right. too much, like to a certain extent. But you know, after a while, I think there was uh, something that kind of came to my aid because I just don't care as much. Right. Like when I walk outside, the first thing I think I. I Mariel even notices this about me too. She goes, you don't ever look at a mirror before you leave the mm-hmm. house. Like you just don't care. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. Like I, what's going to happen if I go outside and they, somebody looks at me and they go, that guy looks trashy. It's like, you're probably right, bro. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. I move on about my life. Yeah. You know, because Mariel was taught to at a young age that her aunt used to always say this to her. Mm-hmm. Even if you go out to a grocery store, make sure that you uh, are done up because somebody could be your next husband or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of girls are, are are taught that yeah. you know from a young age not necessarily like the husband thing but like you know people treat you differently the way you look like it's if true you though look, people do it is and it is true um and i mean it's, there's nothing bad and you know about caring about the way you look when you leave the house oh, or yeah, whatever for sure. um but you know to the point where i was there was a point in my life um you know, in my early 20s where I would never leave the house without makeup on, even if I was like going to the car. Oh, I have a friend like, in high I school would... that I know now. I don't know what she looks like without makeup. Yeah. When we went camping, uh-huh. that bitch came out the tent with makeup on. I yeah. was like, we camping, bitch. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I mean, it's just a thing. Like, you know, you become so insecure without your makeup on. And, and when you wear makeup that often, even more like when you when you're just constantly wearing makeup and like, you know, you have this the way you like to look. Yeah. When you take it all off at the end of the day, it's a huge difference. Oh, like, for sure. You're dude. like, holy shit. Like, 
I would never leave the house without makeup because you're not used to it because you're always looking at yourself with makeup on. And um, after I had my son, honestly, like I didn't have time for makeup. I was like, fuck it. I don't got eyebrows. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it really put a lot of things in perspective. For like me. what's important. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, now, you know, obviously not everyone's going to have kids to help them, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, realize these things. So I, you know, try to actively do that. Like sometimes I'll, I'll make posts without makeup sometimes just kind of like trying to like put little things here and there to like remind people like, Hey, like this is normal too. You know, like I, I don't wear makeup all the time. Like I, today is the first time I put makeup on in like a week, you know, just yeah. for like, you know, certain things that I'm doing, like if I'm going to a job or if I'm like, you know, I doing feel like a lot like of my this. friends too, when they stopped wearing makeup as much, their mm-hmm. skin got better too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, their yeah. skin looks so much better. It's like, yeah, because it go can to, breathe, you know, yeah, like, and it's natural. Yeah. I mean, there's people that wear makeup all the time and they just take care of their skin, you know, yeah. and, they, and it's fine. But I also noticed that like when I stopped wearing makeup as much, I learn to love my natural face like i my eyebrows are very light you know i always have to draw them in when i do my makeup um but you know when i go for a week without wearing makeup it's it's normal to me and i'm like oh like my eyebrows aren't bad like you know you can still see them even if i'm not wearing makeup or like yeah totally totally and i think um you know, I see a lot of people on Instagram models, especially doing like the whole no makeup challenge, like, you know, posting it's funny every that's day. a fucking challenge. I know too. it is. It's but like, like, how is that a in challenge? today's society, it is like for yeah. a lot of girls, especially, you know, it is a challenge to Dude, walk I've been seeing some of these like 12 year old girls, like 10 year old girls just make up and dressed up to the nines. I'm yeah. like, bitch, where the fuck are you going? You can barely read. <laughs> yeah, that 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 to me is like I'll see that on on uh, kids don't look like media. kids no more. And it, it scares me. Yeah, it's like, man, when I was like when I was 12, I was. I don't even know what the fuck I was wearing, like Skechers and like fuck yeah, dude, like gym clothes and shit. I don't know, like no man, (laughs) it's like crazy. And I I see it too. Like I see some of my friends, like they got kids, and it's not my place to say anything. But you know what? I see like a like a fucking three year old girl with makeup, eyeshadow, everything, and they're walking out in heels and shit. And I'm like, yo, bro, your daughter looks like a hooker. Oh and I, I ain't gonna say that crazy. shit, but bro, your fucking daughter looks like she sucks dick for a living, oh and she's God. three. So just to just to put it out there, but yeah. I think it's it, it fucks me up because you know I'm not a parent, but I think like that's the beginning of how a girl starts to perceive herself. Yeah, as I'm only pretty when I do this, mm-hmm. instead of saying makeup is a tool and accessory for when I want to feel extra special. Yeah, and it stops becoming a sta- it starts to become a standard of who you are. Right. right, this is who I am as a standard. That's what I'm saying. Like when I saw that girl come out the tent when we went camping, I was like, yo, this is the first time I'm gonna see this bitch without makeup. Uh-huh. She came out makeup. I was like, it's 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. That means you woke up at 5 to do your face. Yeah. Are you fucking insane? Yeah. Like, I wanted to take her face and dunk it in some flames just to take that <laughs> shit off. It's unreal. Yeah, I mean, there's there's people I know in relationships that, you know, will spend the night with their boyfriend or whatever, wake up in the morning before he wakes up, do their makeup, get back in bed, like... That's so uh, weird, man. Yeah, and, you know, but it's just a thing. Like, it's just how Fuck society, it, like makes it normal man if you're with somebody too that doesn't like your normal ass face maybe you really shouldn't be with them exactly that's that's totally another thing and i I think a lot of a lot of women learn that as they get older yeah um it just takes time but it's also up to us you know especially influential people that know that these are issues you know to like make it known that it's okay to not wear makeup and like kind of like the whole like real self-love thing, you know, like yeah. appreciate yourself for who you are, you know? 
Um, and it's, it's such a, it's, it's such an uphill battle, especially when you're, you know, you have one post in a sea of Instagram model posts, you yeah. know, and you just hope that, you know, some people see it and, and it helps them, you know, think even for a second, like, oh yeah, maybe like, you know, I should. So what's, your, what's, your, what's going to be your next move then outside of uh, modeling then, since it seems like it's something that, you know, you kind of grew up with is what you're doing and you want to do things maybe outside of that? Yeah. Um, I, I'd really like to get into acting. I mean, oh, really? I, yeah. I, I was always into acting. Um, that was actually my first thing before modeling. Um, I was always in like drama clubs and school plays and like all okay. these things. So I had a lot of fun with that. Um, and then modeling kind of just, you know, became the main thing because it was it was what I could do. Like it was just it was like easy. in your bag. I mean, your mom yeah. did it. Every, your family. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I got scouted when I was fourteen in an Outback Steakhouse bathroom. <laughs> like what the, the fuck? That's the, crazy. The lady she founded a uh, one of the popular agencies in San Diego that just recently moved up to here, and I was living in Germany at the time. I grew up in Germany, so I was just back in San Diego visiting family. And I got came out of the bathroom stall. I was washing my hand. There's this like lady sitting there, like looking me up and down, and I'm just kind of like, oh. <laughs> what's going on she's yeah. like hey how old are you are you interested in modeling and i was like yeah but i live in germany so you know never really did anything about that but when i moved back to san diego i was like oh, i'm you gonna live in germany? give it a shot yeah my my dad was in the military so oh shit um i yeah i i was born in san diego i moved to boston when i was four for four years and then i moved to north carolina for about six years and then i moved to germany for about like eight and a half years damn yeah and then i moved back to san diego when i was 20 21 are you a jet setter you lived all over the place you were <laughs> yeah. in asia too for a bit too yeah i was um i you know after i moved back to san diego um after i think it was after the big bang job and whatnot um i got a lot of followers and then uh, my agency in Thailand messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, are you interested in coming out here for a couple months doing like, you know, the whole modeling thing and staying in the model house? And I was like, why not? Like, heck yeah, you know. Um, and so they're like, great, you're coming out here in two weeks. And I was like, oh, shit. OK. You know, I didn't know anyone in Thailand. I didn't know the agency. I was just kind of like, just did it, you know, because I'm so used to traveling. and Like, yeah. it's fine. Um, and that was an experience for me, you know kind of just the first time I was really like on my own, like working, modeling, doing my own thing, exploring a new country. Um, And I lived there for three months and then um, came back and then did the same thing in Hong Kong the next year for another three months and just kind of like did my my time overseas and stuff. And I still, I'm still with agencies. I still get like direct bookings, like I'll be flown out for a job or something every now and then. But um, yeah, it was, it was really Awesome. And also, you know, another thing that kind of kickstarted my embracing my Asian background, you know. Um, so you never really identified yourself as an Asian girl growing up? Yeah, never. Um, like, well, going way back to the Big Bang comment, um, after that is when I was like, like, Koreans are cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not not saying that I didn't think they were cool before, but I just wasn't like, you know, aware of like the Korean beauty, Korean fashion, just like, you know, I, I love the food, of course. Like, yeah. you know, I love my family and I wasn't like a self-hater or anything. I yeah. didn't want to not be Korean. I just didn't really like identify with it, you know. Yeah. Um, but after, you know, Big Bang, I kind of just really got into all of it. I started reading about Korean beauty. I started doing my makeup like a little bit more 
like natural or more like dewy, you know, how like the Korean girls yeah, like yeah. to do it. Like, um, and then I noticed that I just started embracing a lot more of it, you know, gotcha. um, I don't know. And then going to Asia, of course, um, I feel like Korean, the Korean like aesthetic, the Korean look all over Asia, people like want that. Like they yeah. all follow K-beauty, they follow K-pop. It's like just kind of like what's in over there. And so while I was over there, um, I just got into it even more, you know, because everyone was into it. And so it just kind of like really helped It's me. interesting how, you know, we we don't even realize like how deeply rooted our culture is in us, right? Mm-hmm. Until like there's something that sparks it. You yeah. Know, you really don't know what it is. Like right. I, I never really considered myself like a Korean, Korean person until her, like Mariel's family and her, she was like, you're pretty fucking Korean. She's <laughs> like, you're as Korean as it fucking gets. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just because I just never really spoke the language unless it was to my parents. Right. But there's something about me growing up and I never thought uh, being able to speak Korean. And when I have kids in the future, I want them to be able to speak Korean too. I didn't know right. how important that was going to be to me. Yeah. Just because I feel like people, when they come to the States or when they live here, they think that you're blending in is how you become an American. And I think the opposite is true. It's where you yeah. kind of embrace your culture and that's what allows you to be American. Right. That's like what I lo- like totally. about this country so much, you yeah. know? It's kind of insane. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's a point where I, I still try to learn Korean. I mean, my husband talks to me. She only talks to me in Korean, and yeah. all throughout my life, I never understood a fucking word she said. And yeah. I'm just like, uh huh, yeah, uh-huh. like, you know, I, I would pick up on a little things, yeah. like, you know, you know, when she's trying to feed me or telling me to do things, I would do it, and I wouldn't realize that I understood what she said. Yeah. And if she said it again, I probably wouldn't understand it. But yeah. like, it's one of those things, you know. And so now I'm like trying to teach myself. Um, the language just so I can teach my son. Yeah. Like his dad is Brazilian Portuguese, so he speaks Portuguese with him all the time. Yeah. And only ever Portuguese and I speak English with him. But you know, I'll I'll add little Korean things here, like little words that I know, you mm-hmm. know. Um and it just kind of just makes me feel bad because I'm just like, man, I really wish like I could give him more of the culture because he's only quarter Korean yeah. at this point. But I want him to like embrace it, you know. I want him I don't want to I don't want him to lose it, you know, yeah. to that point where I just I want to try and keep it involved. Yeah, in our I mean that's gonna life. be in a reflection of yourself and how much you care about it and how much you want to do it. So it's like like for me, so my my my, my girlfriend, she could speak Japanese, Korean, Mandarin, and English. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, she's that's fucking, awesome. she's fucking crazy. <laughs> so she uh I wanted to she wants me to learn how to speak Japanese, but because I don't practice on a daily basis. So I, I took Japanese in high school and then after high school I learned it on my own, but I yeah. forgot like fifty percent of it. No, actually ninety percent of it. But the thing that frustrates her sometimes, I think, is that because I learned it, if she speaks to me in Japanese, mm-hmm. I know everything she's saying. Yeah. And I, I just respond to her in English. Yeah. Right. So like I'm at that point where it's if, if I she wants our kids to know Japanese and Korean. Is she mixed? Is she have No, she's oh. not. Well, oh, she's okay. like eight percent Japanese. Okay. Well, she found out through twenty three. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she has a Japanese ass face. Yeah. And so her. Uh, so for me now, it's my job to learn the language so I could pass it on because you know the household is where it's always going to be at. Yeah. So if it's not reiterated there, it kind of fucks it all up. Right. So it's like, oh fuck, man, I gotta learn this shit too. Like, I gotta memorize lines and fucking learn Japanese. Yeah. Son of a bitch, man. It's so hard. Yeah, but I think like growing up myself i like now i really wish that i spoke korean too like i feel like it would have just opened my opportunities like by so much more you know than 
now, I mean, even when I go to Korea for a job or something, everyone always tells me, like, if you spoke Korean, like, you game would, over. Yeah. Like, you know, learn it, learn it. And I'm like, I do learn it, but it's fucking hard. Like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I try to implement it day, into my daily life, but like, mm-hmm. there's no one I speak Korean to unless I go to like, freaking zion market or something or like yeah. talk to my, my all the time but that's that's it you know like you just gotta move to la everybody's korean here. I know. everybody's korean here. you pick that shit up uh, fast man I just know. come over here you just talk to me and mariel korean all day and then you'll just write notes all day yeah. that's what you have to do yeah but yeah. definitely teaching your kids multiple languages is so worth it for sure so worth it. i even like when i was still with you know my ex i was picking i was learning portuguese because i was like i want him I want to be able to talk to my son, yeah. you know, when he grows up learning Portuguese and I don't know shit. So yeah, in case he curses at you in Portuguese, yeah. like you little son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. So, so. Cool. Well, that's, that's basically it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hour in and that's really it. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. Thanks for having me. This is my first podcast ever. Oh, really? You've never done a podcast before? No. That was fun. It's just all chit chat and talking, dude. Yeah. People get to know you as a person. Kind of like Twitch too, except I'm talking to like someone in person. Oh, so, so where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, YG Moon, twitch.tv slash YG Moon. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I actually stopped for a while. Well, I, I started it and it was really, it was going really good, but I just couldn't get a schedule down because I have my son. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to stream with him in the, you know, the stream sure. too often. And, and so I, you know, I, I don't think I've streamed in like almost like a month and a half or two months but i still yeah my my streams actually blew up in korea oh really like i the last stream i did was a cooking stream and i was like making pasta or whatever Mm -hmm. just talking and drinking wine and someone posted it on neighbor like they took gifts of my of my uh stream and posted it on neighbor and then like 20 other websites in Korea posted it and it just got like hundreds of thousands. That's of what views. it is to be a pretty person, dude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> if I did a cooking stream, nobody watched that shit. Like, sure that's, just a, that's just a fat dude cooking food, no. man. That's, <laughs> that's all that it really is. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't yeah. see. I wonder what it's like to be pretty, dude. Sometimes, man, like it's like, I, I, it's so funny because I, I always clown, uh, uh, my friend Gio about this shit, uh-huh. right? So we were having this like heart to heart conversation, and <laughs> she's just like, "Yeah, you know, like people were kind of talking about like stuff that they went through when they were a kid, right?" And she goes, "Yeah, you know, like a lot of people think it's like you know, you know, pretty girls get it the easiest." And I just go, "Oh my god, right?" And she's like, "Just fucking call yourself pretty." She's like, "I know you're gonna say that shit, fuck yeah. you, David." You know, yeah. but you know, it's it's so interesting though because the world does treat pretty people way differently and you know we see the good side but there's also that bad side too just because you know that jealousy factor is so fucking huge yeah because they'll say some shit like on the lines of oh she's pretty but i bet you she's a bitch yeah yeah totally she's pretty but there's funny because i always see this quote on facebook that's like oh best friends you know when best friends talk i can't remember it fucking right now but basically along the lines of like best friends now would look back and say oh when i first saw you i thought you were a bitch kind of thing and they're like oh yeah that's so funny but i'm just like no like i was friends with someone not like best friends or good friends Mm -hmm. but we were becoming friends and we you know we were at the bar drinking one night and she's like going off about like yeah when i first saw you i thought you were a bitch like all this stuff like i didn't want to even talk to you and i was like fuck you (laughs) like you don't even know me like what kind of person are you you know and after that i was just kind of like i don't really want to hang out with you anymore because like i get it but like i mean she was just going in on it you know and i was just like like, because a lot of the things you know 
shit. We're going to wrap this. But I got to say okay. this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the, the, the weird thing. So uh, let me just tell you the story about uh, in college. So when I was in college, uh, number one, I had a girlfriend my, my first year. Mm-hmm. Mind you, do you be fat kid, whatever. But I I don't know what it was about the way that I grew up. Like, yeah, I fucking like looking at pretty girls and shit, whatever. You know, fat ass, fat titties, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just normal ass fucking, yeah. you know, teenage kid. But. Something about either the way that I was raised or whether it was because the way my mom raised me, the way somebody looked didn't really, as much as other people, affect how I treated somebody, Mm -hmm. right? And it was just because I think I I started to grow up and realize when I was a kid, um, I... When you're younger, you you like to hang out with people based on how they make you feel or the the social currency that you get from somebody, yeah. right? So I'm in this group. I, I become the cool guy, makes me feel good, whatever. Slowly, I you know probably when I was like 17 or so, I just started saying fuck that shit. I don't need that stuff anymore. I just yeah. I just want to be around good people, no matter if they were different, if they were dweeby, nerdy. Some of them were thugs. I just wanted to be around people that had my back all right. the time, right? And so because of that, I think I had this mentality of okay, fuck what you look like. Who are you as a person? Yeah, hundred percent. So there was this chick she was um she was like a high school cheerleader or whatever one and this one went to ucr and when we were in the dorm mind you number one i didn't even think she was that fucking cute but she had a really nice body i think that's why everybody fucked with her right Mm -hmm. so every time she'll walk into a room guys come in how are you doing today (laughs) you know what i mean like oh and every time she says something that wasn't even fucking funny (laughs) yeah you know and i you know at the time i had a girlfriend who i thought was the world to me so i could give a fuck less about her so one day we're chilling you know, in the dorm, we're all hanging out, and uh, she just looks at me and she goes, "Why don't you like me?" Mm-hmm. And I and I, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, I don't, "I don't dislike you." Yeah. She goes, "Yeah, you don't like me." And I'm like, "She's like, you you kind of like just walk by. You don't really like talk to me or anything. Like you talk to everybody else." And I was like, "No, I talk to you the same amount as I talk to everybody else. I don't know what you're talking about. There's people I talk to more because they're my clo- I'm I'm growing closer to them. Right. Like we connect. Yeah. But I don't I don't I don't get what you're saying. I was like, well, give me a give me an example. She goes, well, like yesterday, like uh, I was in I was in the hallway. You know, we were, I was chatting it up. I said hi to you. You said hi and you walked by. And I was like, yeah. So what did, what did I do? Yeah. Right. She goes, nothing. You just like don't really talk to me. And I'm like, oh, I know why now. It's because you're used to people giving you special attention. Right. That's why. Mm-hmm. You're used to a guy coming up to you laughing at everything that you're saying. They just think that you're the fucking funniest shit on earth, which you're really not. Yeah. So that's the type of typical treatment that you're used to. So when I treat you like a normal person, because mm-hmm. I could give a fuck less about you. And plus, you really weren't my type. You know, yeah. you had fucking no ass. You know, at the time, I like <laughs> ass at the time. You know yeah. I mean? So you're not my shit. You know what I mean? So for her, she she kind of equated me treating her like a normal person as somebody who just didn't like her at all because mm-hmm. everybody else was trying to fuck her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I was like, oh. and then, you know, for her, she's like, well, you're like the dweeby fat guy. You should be fawning over me. You yeah. know? I'm like, nah, not really. Like, lady, like, you and I grew up differently. Yeah. You know what I mean, I grew up around lady with big tits and big asses. Like, that's what I like. You're a fucking flat chested little tiny girl. Like, yeah. that's not my shit. Also, you're kind of a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah. I think, like, that's where sometimes that, that, that bitch attitude comes in because there are girls like that who are used to being treated a certain way. Oh, yeah. That when they don't receive that type of treatment, they they, they feel funny about it, right? Yeah. And it sucks too. And there's also this other like flip to it where sometimes girls, when they see a pretty girl, they 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 want to be that girl, mm-hmm. right? And so when they when they see you, they automatically think bitch because it makes them feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. They go, well, if I looked like that, I wouldn't be like her, even though they oh, don't yeah. even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's just like when when people like do. I mean, I guess you know, I'm sure everyone has done it at some point, but like. 
I just don't want to be around that kind of negativity, like people like that that just jump to conclusions or like oh, for sure. do things like that. So that's why I cut her off. But damn it, you just yeah. like slice. Yeah, I was like, so yeah. you are Korean. <laughs> that's some, yeah, that's some Korean ass shit right there. Wrongs me. It's just like poop out of my life. I don't look back. I don't give a. You're gonna fuck. meet a lot of people like that though, because yeah. even for me too. Like I think a lot of people when they first meet me. Um, oh, that's kind of my fault though, because I I'm, I'm very like. I'm very honest and open. Yeah. A lot of the times I think people get uh, scared by that. Uh-huh. And so they are you know, like kind of an asshole, which I'm, I'm actually completely okay with it. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, you're right. I am kind of an yeah. asshole. <laughs> you know? You're a hundred percent right. It's just, I'm an asshole to you cause I don't fucking like you. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're just going to see that a lot. I think oh, yeah, I'm just totally. kind of growing to be a little bit more empathetic now. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Like I, I can see where you're coming from, why you would think that. But if they're like that 24 seven, it's kind of hard to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm generally really like nice. I, I just was raised to be polite all the time and just like, you know, give people benefit of the doubt. And like, I'm always just pleasant. Like I'm always chill and nicer to anyone. Like you said, it doesn't matter who they look like. But. It's hard though, because like I said, from somebody's outside perspective, they see you, you're yeah. a very beautiful woman. Oh. You're tall, giant, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, and it's 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 daunting sometimes, yeah. right? Like um when Mariel first met Gio, the first thing Mariel said constantly when we got back home, she goes, Wow, she's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't stop saying it. And I'm like, Well, you keep mentioning how pretty she is. And, you know, Gio's fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. right? But there's this thing when when sometimes I feel like when girls see another girl that's just ideally beautiful it makes them almost feel bad about themselves yeah i get that i mean because when i look at a fucking hot well, there's a hot ass dude you know hot dude <laughs> yeah you know, guy's like fucking ripped and jacked right uh-huh. i don't go home thinking oh shit i wish i looked like yeah. that i'm just like yo that guy's buff <laughs> i don't want to yeah. piss him off you know yeah there's no like self-esteem issue for me that happens right. like, i think that's for a lot of guys but for some reason when like women see other women they just start to go home and they start to pick things at themselves like yeah. oh i don't have that type of face i don't have long legs like mm-hmm. her you know and they start to feel yeah i mean it, it's totally i mean i've i've been guilty of that a few times too but then i you know i'm quick to be able to be like eh, yeah. move on it's but. hard though like i'm telling you man like it's it's a mental fucking game mm-hmm. like they they see that thing in you and they, they go uh they have to they have to almost call you a bitch because it's it's gonna just yeah. they, they want the justification right, right. like god wouldn't make her that pretty for not for nothing there's an exchange she has to be a bitch yeah right it's like some of my friends who are like my friend yoshi right i fucking love this guy handsome fuck mm-hmm. buff to the nines and i'm like i pray so i'm like yoshi i just wish you were a fucking asshole but you're the <laughs> nicest person i've ever met yeah. like i want to hate you but i can't i fucking love you man yeah. like you know what i mean the guy's such a nice fucking dude and yeah you would never think that when you meet somebody like that because you want to think ill thoughts about them because right. it makes you feel better about yourself yeah human nature yeah guys well that that ends this podcast um remember follow her on twitch you can see her on instagram or whatever very wonderful guest kind of going into the insides of modeling and self-look and you know just all that type of shit that i know that a lot of people go through on a daily basis Mm -hmm. um Yo, models go through shit too, I right? yeah. Fuck, you know? I know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. See ya.